Welcome to the Focus Today podcast with Perry Atkinson. I've been looking forward to having back with us. Always honored to do so. Frank Gaffney, he's the vice chairman of the uh, Committee on the uh, Present Danger, China, and the founder and executive chairman of the Center for Security Policy. Uh, he's the author of a new book called The Indictment, Pers- Prosecuting the Chinese Communist Party and Friends for Crimes Against America, China, and the World. This is a very comprehensive book. There's a picture of the cover of the book on the screen there for those of you watching on the Dub TV network. And of course, you can go to Center for Policy, excuse me, Center for Security Policy.org, and that's Frank's website, Center for Security Policy.org. Check out the website and certainly check out the book. Frank, good to see you, friend. How are you? I am so delighted to be back with you that I am very well indeed at the moment, despite a lot of adversity, <laughs> fortunately, around the world. I, this book is fascinating. I've only gotten to just sniff through it quickly. Uh, there's so much here. Um, first of all, uh, you talk about, I want to talk about the book first. You talked about and you identify nine criminal charges that can and must be brought against the Chinese Communist Party and its American enablers. Highlight that for us. Yeah, the basic thesis of the book, Perry, is that uh, we're dealing not really with a political party or even a government in the Chinese Communist Party. We're dealing with a transnational criminal organization. And what that means is that it is, I believe, guilty of nine different criminal activities um, that have run the gamut from crimes against humanity uh, of an unprecedented scale, a hundred million people killed, most of them Chinese Mm -hmm. Han nationals. Um, And then eight, what we call war crimes against the United States. And you work through all of those and you realize that uh, we face an unprecedented existential threat to freedom, as my old boss Ronald Reagan used to say, uh, one that is determined to destroy our country so as to replace it as the dominant power in the world, and that has been beavering away at doing that for decades now uh, through the eight charges that we talk about um, besides the crimes against their own people that have been designed to uh, weaken us, if not actually destroy us, without firing a shot, including economic warfare, um, elite capture, and a hugely important problem, political subversion, uh, energy warfare, biological attack, destroying our military, and so on. The point of all of this is to say, whether we like it or not, whether we even acknowledge it or not, the Chinese Communist Party is at war with our country has done incalculable harm to it, should be held accountable. In fact, we call it prosecuted in the court of public opinion at the least. And most especially, we have to prepare ourselves for what seems to be their next move. And that is uh, Xi Jinping's pretty clearly telegraphed determination to add to the unrestricted uh, so-called 
pre-kinetic kind of warfare, a shooting warfare component as well. Okay, there's a lot here, Frank. Let me let me back up just a little bit. Uh, for years, um, one of the left's main talking points was human rights. Mm. That term has completely left the landscape. And yet, human rights violation, to highlight what you just said, uh, continue to take place in, in China at an unprecedented level. I mean, if we really were to pull the covers off of this, it would shock the world. Why aren't we? I think it goes back to what I said about elite capture. Um, there are people in political life, yes, but also in the financial sector, in the business community more generally, um, Hollywood, academia, and not least present company accepted, of course, in the media, who are basically captured by the Chinese. And that's the term they use. Uh, they've gone out of their way to find either uh, bribes or perhaps sexual favors or other ideological affinity-based inducements to people in all of these walks of life who are leaders of our country and who are working for the Chinese Communist Party. They have no interest in rocking the boat or otherwise causing their friends in Beijing difficulties. So among other things, evidence of ongoing, horrific crimes against humanity. And we're talking slave labor. We're talking about forced organ harvesting. We're talking about gulags um, and genocide, for mm -hmm. that matter. All of that is uh, subordinated to this desire to uh, not rock the boat, to keep this good thing going. And in the course of it, Perry, it's just really one microcosmic example, albeit a very important one, particularly for those of us who are people of faith, who actually regard, you know, human beings, fellow human beings as right, uh, right. part of God's creation. Right. We're all being told, uh, don't don't uh, look over there, folks, look over here. And in the course, the world that the Chinese Communist Party is trying to fashion is becoming more dangerous for everything we hold dear by the day. All right, I want to come back to some obvious things that are in the news uh, and have you comment before we run out of line. It, it appears, with the whistleblower and all the things that are going on here, that the Biden family at various levels, including the president, is involved in some kind of exchange with China that favors China. Um, this is serious stuff. I mean, this is about as high-level crimes as you can get. Uh, is it being exposed, and will it go anywhere? I can't emphasize enough the danger associated with this elite capture, and Joe Biden and his family are the poster boys for that arrangement. The evidence is now overwhelming, as you say. Uh, a colleague of ours who was a member of our committee on the present danger of China, and by the way, the contents of this book, the indictment, mostly have been culled from at the time, some 70, now about 105 different webinars that we've conducted under the banner of the Committee on the Present Danger China, all of which are available, by the way, for free at presentdangerchina.org. 
um, resourceful, as you say, and I love that expression, um, website, uh, and I commend it to all of your listeners. The point is that one of our colleagues in the committee is a former undercover operative. You may have had him on your program. If you haven't, I encourage you to do so by the name of Sam Fattis, worked for 20 years or so um, as a spy for the agency, running, first recruiting, and then running agents for America. He says that in the term of the intelligence business, Joe Biden would be properly described as, quote, a controlled asset of the Chinese Communist Party. It is impossible to overstate the damage that he can do and I believe is doing and the danger associated with it for our republic. It's it's treason to put a fine point on it. And it is not being to answer your specific question. The documentation, the evidence is available, but like other cases, including the one that we might talk about after the break, involving our technology being essentially transferred en masse to China, criminal conduct is not being prosecuted. And the resolve, the will of even Republicans in a position to do something about it in the Congress of the United States seems to be sorely missing. We can't allow that to persist. Okay, I want to get into that. Let me ask you one quick question before the break, Frank. Um, A little bit of a sidebar here. If all this connection with China and the Bidens is true, and the evidence certainly uh, supports that, is the president's cognitive ability today sustainable for this to follow through, or is there somebody else behind the scenes helping him to stay put. Yeah. Look, I call this the Obama-Biden 3.0 administration. I think the people around him are principally the people who served Barack Obama and, and for that matter, Barack Obama himself. I think they've been uh, filling the void created by his cognitive difficulties. The problem is not so much whether he has the capacity to engage in, well, rational thought, let alone you know, policy direction. It's whether he's working for us or not, or whether the people around him who are running him effectively are not or not. And I think the answer, unfortunately, is in the negative in both cases. Frightening. All right, let me take a quick break, folks. Uh, let me suggest a couple things. Get a copy of uh, Frank's new book. It's called The Indictment. Um, it is a powerful book available online. And uh, check out his website. As I say, it's very resourceful. CenterForSecurityPolicy.org. And there's a picture of the landing page and a picture of the cover of the book. Everything we're talked about there, he has documented. So check it out. We'll be right back. We'll be back to this week's interview in just a few seconds. In the meantime, we want to let you know that you can watch this interview, plus many more exclusive interviews that happen this week on the Dove's Daily TV and radio show by visiting our website, thedove.us. And while you're there, sign up for our free daily devotional, The Word for You Today. Three months of daily readings that will connect you with God's Word. Now, back to the show. Always an honor because he gives us the time when we call and we value that greatly. Frank Gaffney's back with us, vice chairman of the committee on the uh, present danger. 
and he's also the uh, chairman of the executive chairman of the Center for Security Policy. Um, by the way, that is also his website, centerforsecuritypolicy.org. Again, a lot there. And check out his latest book, a must-read called The Indictment. Uh, this is an amazing thing. Prosecuting the Chinese Communist Party and Friends for Crimes Against America, China, and the World. And it's available online, bookstores. Check it out. Frank, there's so much here. I, during the break, my mind's going crazy trying to figure out how to ask you the right questions. <laughs> um, it, it, it appears now uh, money was given to the Bidens for services or influence. The primary characters there are China and Ukraine. So let's stick with China just for a moment. What services or influence did they get for the money? Perry, let me just say, you always ask the right questions. So <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm always privileged to be in a position to try to respond to them. L let me just give you one example. And it, and it is just one example. And I, I don't think we really know the full extent of the damage that's been done by Joe Biden as a controlled asset of the Chinese Communist Party. But this example is sufficient to demonstrate that it is extraordinary. In May of 2013, as Vice President of the United States, Joe Biden presided over, facilitated, and I think essentially made happen a sweetheart deal for the Chinese Communist Party. It involved a memorandum of understanding between our two countries that enabled the Chinese to have access to our capital markets without having to conform to the laws or regulations that govern American companies' access or anybody else's for that matter. Specifically, it enabled the Chinese to avoid having to undergo rigorous accounting of their companies that they were asking Americans to invest in by listing on our capital markets. Mm. By some estimates, something between two, excuse me, three and six trillion dollars has migrated from the pension funds and other retirement savings, the mutual funds, index funds, exchange-traded exchange funds, and other investment vehicles of Americans, mostly without their knowledge, by the way, at the behest of captured elites on Wall Street to the Chinese Communist Party, essentially found money. And the, and the, the answer to your question is basically this. Yes. For three to six trillion dollars, you can buy an awful lot of malevolence if you're the Chinese Communist Party. And I think that's what they've been able to do. Thanks to Joe Biden. Yeah, you know, that's been a discussion for quite a while. Why are these uh, pension funds uh, primarily with government employees? <laughs> Why are they buying well, pension funds that are invested yes. into China? I mean, you talk about the fox in the hen house. My stars. There's a classic example of it. Well, let me put a fine point on that, if I may interrupt you just for a second, because it's so yeah. important. As a result of these kinds of machinations by people like Larry Fink of BlackRock, mm. the 800-ton gorilla on Wall Street with some 8 to $10 trillion under management, he happens to manage much of the thrift savings plan portfolio for the federal government's pensioners. 
and, and current employees, who happen to be both civilian and military, by the way. So get this. Thanks to Larry Fink, the pension funds of large numbers, not all, but large numbers of American military personnel mm-hmm. are likely being invested in Chinese companies that are building for the People's Liberation Army weapons that are designed to kill those servicemen and women. And by the way, the rest of us. So uh, this is obscene, honestly, not just a travesty. It it is uh, unbelievably reprehensible and should be stopped right away. In fact, we're hoping that there will be an amendment offered to the National Defense Authorization Act next week in the House of Representatives that will foreclose this kind of activity. But there's a lot of resistance in the Congress from captured elites up there as well. Yeah, we could take off on the mutual fund thing, and I may that's for another day. Let me just ask you another basic question here, Frank. Um, so all of this is pointing towards now uh, we have the president of the United States who's been compromised clear back to when he was vice president under an administration, all those things that you pointed out there. And now we have uh, not only evidence, we have bank records. We got all this stuff going on. We got whistleblowers coming out that are very credible. You would think normally and respectfully the Justice Department would be all over the top of this. They're not. They're giving the whole thing a great big pass, look the other way. If we were to get an administration change that changed the Justice Department, um, obviously that would be good to a certain extent, but does it do anything? It looks like that the Justice Department is an island that can't be touched. Yeah. Well, let me just give you an interesting insight into all of that, Perry. Uh, Just today, the New York Post, which has been doing incredibly important work, Miranda Devine specifically, on the Biden scandals, um, has a recorded presentation by a guy who's been a friend and colleague of mine for many years by the name of Gal Luft. Uh, It's an interesting story. Uh, It involved him coming to the Justice Department and the FBI in 2019 as a public-minded citizen of the United States to say, I've had eyes on through an advisory role he had with a company called CEFC, a Chinese entity working for the Chinese Communist Party, of course. In fact, Uh, It's run by senior Chinese intelligence officers in previous incarnations. And he says that the Justice Department, this is 2019, this is in the Trump administration, actually had a two-day meeting with him in Brussels, took a complete download from him on all of the evidence he had accumulated about Biden's compromise, as they like to say, capture I think is more accurate, by this uh, Chinese entity. And the Justice Department of Donald Trump did nothing with that information. They suppressed it, just as they did Hunter Biden's laptop. And so you're right. There's something rotten inside the Department of Justice and the Federal Bureau investigations. Simply getting a new president, if God blesses our country with uh, one, is not necessarily going to take care of the problem. There's going to have to be a considerable house cleaning and an accountability. I mentioned earlier um, a fascinating webinar that we did yesterday 
involving a similar kind of story about Neil Shen, uh, who has long been a leader of a company called Sequoia Capital. It turns out it's the largest, most uh, sophisticated, arguably certainly the wealthiest, most successful venture capital fund in the world. Mm. Neil Shen is a Chinese Communist Party enabler. Some say party member. I don't know. Chinese national. He has been taking advantage of his role, finding money for American technology firms, and transferring that information to the Chinese Communist Party, in addition, in some cases at least, the technology itself. Evidence of criminal activity in the course of it. Uh, we, we prosecuted this case in the Court of Public Opinion yesterday. And all of these webinars, by the way, which are the wellspring of our book, The Indictment, are available for free at presentdangerchina.org. I commend them to you. But again, as in that case, as with Joe Biden, as with so many of these others who've been captured, there is a lack of will on the part of our existing you know, oversight committees and select committees and congressional authorities to do much about this, partly because, frankly, some people, including Kevin McCarthy, have taken money from outfits like Sequoia Capital. They were his largest donor for his victory fund, as he called it. This kind of rot has to be exposed. It's one of the purposes of our book, The Indictment. And it's one of the reasons why I, I you know, really... Uh, prize our visits because you take these issues seriously, Perry, and I think your audience does as well. And you give people like me an opportunity to lay out the case as it must be, because at the end of the day, the only corrective is for us to do as my old boss, Ronald Reagan did in 1980, to take to the American people an alternative approach, an alternative strategy, if you will, that will protect our country against the greatest existential threat to freedom we've ever faced, namely the Chinese Communist Party. All right, so a couple things here before I run out of time. Uh, check out the book, it's called The Indictment. Get a copy of it online. Uh, go to uh, Frank's website, Center for Policy, securitypolicy.org, excuse me, centerforsecuritypolicy.org. Frank, did I just hear you say that intellectual property and technology is being stolen right out from underneath us? Well, it is, yes. Uh, by some estimates, $600 billion of our most advanced technology, including, by the way, that involving our weapon systems, is stolen by the Chinese every single year. But I'm actually talking, in this case, of Neil Shen and, uh, and Sequoia Capital, about something, in a way, worse. And that is having what appears on the face of it, we've been told, is a Chinese Communist Party member, yeah. Neil Shen, yeah. presiding over the decision-making of the most successful venture capital fund in the world as to which American technologies they're going to sponsor and otherwise advance, who has been transferring that information and in some cases enabling Chinese companies okay. to get access to that technology to the detriment both of us commercially and in terms of our national security. So it's, it's, it's not being stolen in some ways. It's in just this case, being it's, given. It's just being, it's being sold yeah. and profitably so for Neil and his company. 
Well, Frank, you're a frontline warrior. Thank you. Uh, we, we could go on for hours here. Let me say to our viewers and listeners, uh, first of all, get a copy of his new book. I think you'll find it fascinating. Frank, I'll finish going through it and we'll get you back on many occasions. There's just so much here. Let me say to our viewers and listeners, please check out his website, centerforsecuritypolicy.org. Um, and also uh, the book, get a copy of it, the indictment there. I'm sure you can get it online as well. Frank, thank you for your passion and conviction. You know what? God won't be mocked. None of this Amen. is bigger than him. <laughs> we need his grace. We need his grace join and his mercy. Join us in praying for it, folks. We need his Amen. grace and mercy. Thank you, Frank. God, God bless, bless you, pal. Keep up the good work. Thank you for listening to this week's Focus Today podcast. Remember, you can visit our website to check out all the interviews we did this week on our daily Focus Today TV show at thedove.us. And if you like this podcast, please take a moment to rate us and share it with your friends.